It's time to reopen the holiday closet and reach deep inside for another forgotten holiday TV special. Welcome back to another episode of Out of the Holiday Closet. I am your host, Gason, or as my friends just call me, Captain Orangebeard. Captain <laughs> <laughs> Orangebeard. Oh my gosh. Welcome to our little show here where I bring on one of my holiday helpers to watch one of those holiday specials that have been hidden deep within the holiday closet. And this time I reached in real deep into the holiday closet to find this classic. That's right. This time for Halloween, we reviewed Garfield's Halloween Adventure, which I have never in my life called it that. It's always just been Garfield's Halloween. And this episode's helper, we have our first ever returning holiday helper. It's holiday helper, Chris. Hello, everyone. <laughs> welcome back. Well, welcome back. If, if you remember me from such classics as the Ghostbusters uh, St. Patrick's Day and werewolves carrying around two by fours, be oh. beating people in the forest. If you don't get that reference, you need to go back and listen to some episodes. You do need to go back and listen to the Halloween spooktacular episode of Gabbing with Gason. That just came out and Chris co-hosted with me and it was fabulous. It was. It was a good time. It's a good time. You learn all about local urban legends and werewolves that carry wood. <laughs> She's just a whole other thing. I mean, you're a big fan of Halloween. I am. I love Halloween. Do you have any Halloween like style movies that you watch every year? Is there like a? Um, I usually well Nightmare Before Christmas just because mm. I love Nightmare and it's Halloween. Yeah, you know I always consider it more of a Halloween than a Christmas. It's movie. my. You know what it is for me? It's my November movie. November. That's because it yeah. merges the two together. It's true. So. Yeah, I guess also too. I saw it in high school. You know, in the movie theater too. Uh, so, you know, I, I did not. Know. Didn't it? No. Did not look appealing to me. I didn't see it until I was later. Wow. Yeah, out yeah. till at least in my late twenties, if not late thirties. Wow. Yeah, late thirties. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I was not a big huge fan because I was like, no, this looks dumb. Yeah, no. And then I watched it and I was like, damn it. Uh, you should have jumped have been on it. Should have been jumped on the bandwagon. No, yeah, there's not too many. I mean, like, when I had regular cable, which I have streaming now, I don't like Hocus Pocus would come on. Oh, you yeah, know? yeah. Definitely. I, yeah, I had a very interesting time watching Hocus Pocus once with a girl I was dating. So oh. it brings back fond memories. Was there a lot of Hocus Pocus <laughs> and Hanky and Panky? <laughs> there, there was. Um, <laughs> so it brings back wow. fond memories of my uh, you know, young adult life there. But um, I mean, I watched this. I always watch Charlie Brown. Oh, yeah. It's I, a great pumpkin, Charlie yeah, Brown. Yeah, I haven't, you know, I haven't seen that in a couple of years. I, that's oh, one. Well, maybe next year we'll bring it back on for that one. Yeah. Um, that is my, I always watch that one on Halloween Day and hmm. Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Those are my classics. But I said, hey, now I know some of you are probably checking in and going, uh, I'm sorry, but I was promised guesty bestie Pamela and the Halloween tree, which was going to happen. But unfortunately, Pamela got really sick. Yeah. It's still sick. Yes. Uh, we had to cancel all of our fun events uh, yep. with Pamela, uh, including their annual uh, Halloween party. Um, so we will get to the Halloween tree. It may be later this year. It might be next Halloween, but don't worry. We will, it will happen. Um, 
sadly. Uh, but Chris stepped in at the last moment and I said, great, we're going to watch a short one. But it's a class. I think it's a classic. It's a classic. Yeah, I've been watching it. It's 1985. I yeah, mean, I was 10 years old. So it that, was... that dates me. <laughs> God, how old was I? What year were you born? I don't want to do math. 75. I was not 10. I was probably <laughs> four or five. Wow. There you go. I was born in 79. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. Hey, I don't know. I'm not doing math today. <laughs> well, you'd be, you would have been six. Six. Yeah. Mm, what an impression. So Garfield's Halloween Adventure. Did you know that this was originally titled Garfield in Disguise? No, I did not. Either did I. <laughs> <laughs> and when I was trying to find stuff on it, I was like, what the hell is Garfield in Disguise? Like, that, even on IMDb, it's listed as Garfield in Disguise. That's weird. It, I, for, there's a vague memory of that, but again, it could just yeah. be me trying to impress you. I mean, that's, you know, you don't have to do, you don't have to do much. <laughs> so, uh, Garfield's Halloween Adventure was created by Garfield creator Jim Davis and written by Jim Davis. It is a whopping 24 minutes. It's a quick one. And I think it's a good one to put on like while you're like your littles, the littles are getting yeah. ready for Halloween. Like, oh, you're, yeah. you know, maybe one of them's taking a little longer, put, put that on for the littles to kind of hang out and watch. I don't think it's super scary, but there is a part that I was like, Jesus. Yeah, the, adult. The, the pirates get a little. They, yeah. I don't remember them being that. Like, I, I like the style though. That that chalk kind of yeah. look they gave to them. But yeah, it was a little. It, it was a creepier. Little, yeah, it gets a little. It gets a little spooks. Uh, it originally aired on CBS uh, on October thirtieth. Uh, which is probably smart not to do it on Halloween because nobody would have watched well, it. Well, yeah, yeah. October 30th, 1985. And I believe it was paired up with, at the time, a Charlie Brown. Oh, um, probably. Charlie Brown. It's the Great always, Pumpkin. They always Brown. used to like do those little blocks yeah. of the cartoons. Um, I own it on DVD. It's part of the Garfield Holiday uh, Specials Collection DVD, which has the Halloween Adventure, uh, Garfield's Christmas, and the Thanksgiving cartoon. Hmm. Uh, Thanksgiving is not my favorite, but we will cover it eventually on the show. I still watch it every Thanksgiving though. But see, that's a, I love the Peanuts Thanksgiving. Oh, I love when, Peanuts when, Thanksgiving. When Snoopy's fighting with the chair, when they're setting up the chairs, it's classic. I just love when Peppermint Patty becomes such a bitch. <laughs> hey Chuck. Hey Chuck. Pretzels. Is this, yeah, is this what you call? Corn. Yeah. Where's the gravy, Chuck? And I was like, God, you're a little bitch. You invited yourself. I over. know. She's the one that made him do it. Like she was the whole, she was the whole instigator of it. And that's, God. he had toast and pretzels and popcorn. I could watch Chef Snoopy any day. Oh yeah. Any day. Also though, this is not the Peanuts podcast, but still, uh, I'm going to say it now and then I'm going to bring it up again. When we, we finally go over that show. Woodstock eats part of the turkey. <laughs> That's Snoopy cooked. Woodstock's hardcore, man. Woodstock just does not give a crap, man. You, I, you watch Woodstock. He's just like, he's his own thing. He does his own, he marches the beat of his own drum. There. He's a cannibal? Well, if you watch DuckTales, they eat turkey and stuff too on DuckTales. I know, it's so weird. I don't Donald, like it. You know, Donald back in the day would eat, you know, turkey and chicken and the stuff. Like, so, is yeah. there not, is there a hierarchy amongst the birds? <laughs> I mean, what what's weird though is they've got like actual talking chickens sure, yeah. and stuff in that universe. Yeah. So what the hell are they eating? I just don't. Maybe it's maybe it's vegan bird. Vegan, yeah. No, I don't know. I don't it's know. weird. It is. Anyway, back guess, to back to Garfield. Uh, well, it's kind of as weird as Garfield, you know, eating lasagna. That's true. Most you cats, have cats. Does your do. cat eat lasagna? Our, no, our uh, one cat Phantom 
she does like like if I have like spaghetti, mm-hmm. she will eat a couple of noodles. But I mean, it's not she's not sticking her nose in it's it trying weird. To like Garfield's vicious about it. Well, so, he eats everything. So this is true. Um, again, it was based on the Garfield comic strip, which I don't know how long that ran. I think oh, it's still going, it but they're probably, just probably it's in re- syndication. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's just. But uh, Jim Davis said that when he wrote this, he wanted the special to begin on a familiar tone and then quote, go somewhere that would at least scare four year olds. Yeah, I, I think I, it, they achieved that. I think so, Jim. Good job. <laughs> Cause you might've frightened some adults at some point too. Um, it also, which is really great though. It won uh, the primetime Emmy award for outstanding animated program. Wow. And uh, was also got its own illustrated book, which I was reading about the book and now I kind of want it. <laughs> Um, so I might I might go on my list. There you go. But uh, it was the fourth of twelve Garfield television specials made between 1982 <laughs> and 1991. Wow, I do not remember twelve. Well, you got to think too that you know we probably weren't watching some of the later ones. That's true. But I, don't I do. I the one I always remember when he found his mom. Oh, I don't. You've never seen that no. one? Yeah, that's one that I always hit me well because with your my issue my yeah. issues with my mother when i was growing up but yeah. yeah um yeah that he finds his mom in the the one wow. yeah he like tracks her down and like yeah that's finds, interesting yeah i forget, i don't i honestly don't remember the name of the special but i do remember watching it when i was younger and now i want to i'm sure i can find it you can yeah. find this on youtube by the way and i'm sure it's probably on some streaming service oh, as yeah. well but i i highly suggest getting the holiday special dvd if you can still get it i remember i bought it like 15 20 years ago i swear at target for five dole hairs so you it's pretty cheap but um i would definitely recommend it just because also garfield's christmas is in my top uh probably top five christmas specials um that i just it still makes me tear up every time i watch it but yes just for information yeah it was 1983 garfield on the town is what oh it's that's what garfield on the town is yes it's oh. where he meets his he meets his mother uh, in that in that in that one yeah i definitely i don't know interesting okay well i guess we should talk about the plot as we kind of go through it a little bit here so uh, it starts out with like that great morning sound that, you know, what is that? It's, I don't know what that, it's a familiar tune, but it's like a beautiful morning oh, tune. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the TV pops on and Garfield is woken up early by Binky the Clown. Hey, kids, it's Binky the Clown. <laughs> now, we had a long discussion in the middle of the show trying to figure out like who Binky was based on. I think we kind of agreed maybe like a Bozo the Clown kind of a thing. Um, yeah, I'm sure but that was Binky the... is the dick. Oh, yeah. Binky, all, even in the show and stuff, when, yeah. you, when, he, when he encountered Binky, he was always just over-enthusiastically just an ass. He really is. I don't... <laughs> it's funny. Because Binky's like, you have to get up and exercise, otherwise you'll grow up to be worthless. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, Garfield gets annoyed and starts flipping, uh, gets ready to start flipping the channels. And uh, Binky's like, because tonight's Halloween. It's tonight you're going to be able to get candy. And then Garfield flips the channel off and it comes back and was like, did he say candy? <laughs> and then it's like almost like Garfield and Binky are having a conversation. Oh, through the of course. Screen, yeah. Which is a great old trope of like. Oh, in the yeah. 80s. Yeah. Oh, you know? yeah. Um, so he gets really excited about going out trick or treating and we get our opening song. Uh, this is the night, otherwise known as trick or treat. This is a night. This is the night. I was created for. I'm going to put on my best disguise and go knocking on everybody's door. This is the night. This is the night. I'm going to hit 
Performed by Lou Rawls. Yep. Which shocked both of us because we were like, really? And we know who Lou Rawls is. Well, yeah. But neither of us know what his famous song is because we were both like, I know of Lou Rawls. I just don't know what he's saying. So uh, there's a there's a little homework assignment for y'all, little listeners. Go Figure look it up out. Lou Rawls. Figure it out. Um, but anyway, and then the show starts off that Garfield decides to trick Odie into thinking that dogs are supposed to help cats trick or treat and give almost all of their candy to the cat. And then the dog gets a, uh, their, a piece of his very own. <laughs> what a dick. Well, yeah, but you know, I know. Odie, Odie's is. always been the, you know, the witless sidekick. So I know. And it, Odie is like, Ooh, okay. I'm in. Cause it's Odie. <laughs> like it. Well, that's just like any dog, my dog, you know, if I'm like, Telling her, you know, oh, we're gonna go cut your head off. We're gonna go cut your head off. Oh, She's God. gonna get so excited about it's it. It's the tone. It's the tone. Yes. Yeah, dogs are about tone. Dogs are. They're great. Dogs are my favorite. I know you're a cat person, but I mean, I love my dogs too. I've, I'm always, I've always had good. Um, then they go up to the attic to try to find costumes, um, which is a really fun scene because they start like Garfield's digging through all of John's old shit. And I kept saying I would like a Funko Pop of this and a Funko Pop of this. Throughout the entire thing, I was like, Funko, why are we not having these pops? What I want to know, though, man, that trunk had just... I mean, it was it was better than a Spirit Halloween. I mean, he had, <laughs> I mean, alien costumes and clown full costumes. Full suits. Full, yeah, full-on costumes full, yeah. that actually fit a small feline, which is also amazing. Yeah, I was like, John, how many outfits did you change into when you were a child? Right, it's a... Uh, because <laughs> yeah he would he kept popping out with all different kinds of stuff man that um, trunk was uh magical and it was to a great song called what should i be what should i be there's so many sides to me i could be handsome or brave a king or a slave it's all up to me so what should i be what could i be what should i be I could be a scary vampire and turn myself into a bat, flat, flat. Or I could put on some black pajamas and go as a big fat Halloween cat. What should I be? Uh, which is good. Now, that one was not performed by Lou, Lou Rawls. It was performed by the, the person that does Garfield's voice, Lorenzo Music. Uh, I don't remember. I thought he's also just a little bit of trivia. He's also the guy that did Peter Vinkman in uh, Real Ghostbusters. You are correct. He Until is. Yeah. Is it Dave Goulier took over at some point in time, though? I'm never a big fan of Dave. I Goulier. was never a big fan of Dave Goulier either. But yeah, he took over as the Vinkman character at yeah. some point in no, time. He's not. I was never. No. No, thank you. Um, while you're looking that up, he and Odie go through all these costumes and decides, well, Garfield decides Odie didn't get a decision. No. Garfield decides. Yes, it was Lorenzo music. Lorenzo music. Wow. Right. Frank Welker, actually Megatron himself actually did a voice of Garfield at some point in time too. Oh, that'd have been fun to listen to his version of Garfield. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't know. Uh, Frank Welker just... has been mentioned on the show multiple times. He is. Oh, he's a voice. God. Oh yeah. Among animated shows. Yeah. It's he's um, done so much. So they decide to be pirates and they go to visit John in their pirate outfit. And 
John is eating lasagna and <laughs> of course. he's like, what are you supposed to be? And, and Garfield was like, I'm orange beard, the pirate. <laughs> and then we had a really long discussion. Garfield's mouth does not move. No. And we were like, is it the Stewie issue where like only certain characters on family guy can hear Stewie? Does anyone besides other animals specifically Odie hear Garfield? Cause I don't think they do. Yeah, because when he's talking, when Garfield's talking to John, John never directly addresses what Garfield has said. This is true. John yeah. just is like giving his own narration of what he thinks Odie and Garfield are up to. So yeah, it's it's kind of an interesting dichotomy that yeah, he didn't he never moves his voice. I think when they did the movies, you know, and Bill Murray did the voice and stuff, I think I think he taught like moved, oh, his, he mouth. moved his mouth. Yeah, like the mm. the three D animated. I've never seen any of those movies, and I'm okay with it. I saw like the first half of the first one, and that was just way more than enough. Yeah, <laughs> I just it just didn't look good to me. Which actually, I guess Chris Pratt now is going to be the new voice of Garfield. I don't know if they're doing a new just movie gonna, or yeah, new animated that. feature. Chris Pratt is. Uh, I'm 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 not. Mm-mm. I've never met an individual with a with a last name that's so perfect. Um, so then, um, he steals, uh, John's lasagna. Yes. Uh, with his peg leg. He also introduces Odie the stupid. Uh, yes. And Odie has four peg legs. <laughs> <laughs> and he, I like how Garfield's like, oh, you got too many peg legs. He's there. like, you got one too many peg legs. And he like knocks it. Knocks them off. Yep. Um, then they decide to go out and trick or treat amongst the children in the neighborhood. And Odie is really nervous about all the costumes, which actually kind of makes sense because I think dogs do get a lot. You know, oh, yeah. They're really uncomfortable with Halloween. So oh, that makes yeah. a lot of sense. And Garfield's like, hey, they're just kids like some of us. And he you know, lifts up masks. And then we talked about like the 80s masks that we wore. They had that string, that stretchy string. So when you pulled it back, it would slap somebody in the face. And I definitely remember getting that done to me and doing it to other people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we get my favorite song. Did you have a favorite song in this besides the pirate song? Oh, I like the pirates. The oh, wait. No, that's song. what we forgot. Before yeah. we get to this. Yes. Because we had to go back and find it. Uh, they do sing a pirate song called Yo Ho Ho. Yes. Sixty men all lost at sea, all of them drunk except for me. Twas I who had to face the storm with nothing in sight to keep me warm. Yo ho ho ho, over the raging sea we go. Yo ho ho ho, wherever the poor winds blow. And um, your favorite line, I believe, was about drunk pirates. Yes, it's like there's sixteen men, all of them drunk, besides me. Yeah, <laughs> and we were like, God, only in the '80s could you get away with singing about being drunk as a pirate in a kids' cartoon. Uh, yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they do that. Then they start meeting these little kids, and Garfield's looking at masks. And then Garfield, uh, we get into another song performed by Lou Rawls again called "Scaredy Cat." I may be lazy. I may be fat. I don't do laps, and I do not chat. I may be selfish, yeah, and all of that, but the one thing I'm not is a scaredy cat. Which is my favorite singing, because as he's pulling off masks, you see that there's actually like demons and monsters and ghosts underneath all of those costumes. Yes. So. The best one is the ghost that there's nothing under the... Oh, yeah. God, that would scare the shit out of me as a kid. <laughs> Lift up the sheet and there's yeah. nobody under there. So cute. Then um, they go to their first house and they get a piece of candy. One piece of candy, yes. One piece of candy from this lady. And I was like, what a bitch. 
And it wasn't even like a like a full size canning. No, it was like it, it was, was like, like a, a individually wrapped. It was like, like a butterscotch. Yeah, yeah. You know those little candies your grandparents would have a little butterscotch candy, yeah. a little starlight. Mint. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then Garfield told her that she'd better cough up some more booty, or he was going to do a number on her drapes. On her drapes with his sword. <laughs> But and then he got a shit ton. They did, yeah. Then him and Odie both, she she filled up their bag there. But we don't know if like she understood him or she, they right. cause, just because they stood, they didn't move. They just stood. Did there he with gesture the sword? Uh, you know, I think he did because I think he had it in his hand most hmm. of the time when he'd go up. So maybe she just thought the kid was threatening him. And, also, you know. it's a cat and a dog, and nobody was like they were dressed up. Okay, okay, they were dressed up. So, you know, they were in That's the only thing that I can think, too, is people are like, oh, look, somebody dressed up like a cat dressing up like a pirate. No, they just saw a pirate. It was it was a suspension of disbelief. Mm, it was interesting. You know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's what I choose to believe. So they then we get, we get treated to a montage of them getting tons of candy. My favorite mm-hmm. is at one point, Garfield just opens his mouth. Yes. And mm-hmm. candy gets thrown in, whether With it's With the raptor. Yeah. yeah, he just eats the whole damn thing. <laughs> And I can tell you with my cats, if they ate, yeah, they'd be immediately forking it back up. They would not just be us. Can cats have chocolate? I know like there's certain things about dogs and certain Um, things that they can have. Can cats have chocolate? I I think they can, but they just don't. Like our Mm. cats have never shown any interest in that kind of. Now sweets, like they do like donuts and stuff, like little pieces (laughs) of donuts. Not, you know. So yeah, when we're eating, if they, especially our, our older cat, Maya, she loves baked goods, like. We'll give That's her interesting. Yeah. My, well, my grandparents had a cat that uh, would eat watermelon and stuff, like the watermelon rinds, like not oh. whole pieces, but we had the one cat, um, Scooter, that he would eat corn, like corn on the cob. My my uh, first dog that I had as a kid, or as an adult, I should say, was Angel. And if I opened, if I'd like made peas, like oh, peas, yeah. like, like the vegetable, mm-hmm. Angel would like just bitch and whine and i would have to make sure to give her a bowl of freshly cooked peas mm. because i don't know, was like i hope dogs can eat peas because yeah. this dog is tearing this shit up yeah no um, that's our dog Coraline. now she she'll pretty much eat almost anything but yeah she's not big on any type of vegetable anything that's interesting like that. you know, Angel, anytime yeah. she could smell it <laughs> she's like give me a bowl dad yeah no um well Speaking of eating things, they're eating candy, and then Garfield is like, oh, I guess we should go back. But then it's like, oh, there's there's more houses across the river where I could get twice the amount of candy. But see, there wasn't. There was only one. There's only I, one. It doesn't make sense. Like, the you, river that was the ocean. That became an ocean, yeah. He, he, he makes it sound like, oh, look at all those buildings over there. And then when they get out there, there's just one house. One house. One old beat-up house. So. so they get in this boat, and <laughs> they get in this boat, <laughs> and Garfield tells Odie to put the oars out. And so, of course, Odie just throws the boars overboard. Throws them overboard. So like, they're at the mercy of them. And then you go, oh, it's my dog. It is my dog. Coraline is, the, uh, is Odie incarnate. Uh, which is funny, though, if you we had been talking about, too, they're watching it, the uh, Bob's Burgers. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, they always have their holiday episodes. And that's what they did on the one episode. They actually go to the rich neighborhood. They have to take oh, the that's ferry right. yeah, over, they have to take the ferry over, the, ferry the, over the boat. So, Wasn't there an issue about getting into the rich neighborhood? Oh, yeah, yeah. There that's was, of course, because they kept losing time. And, yeah. yeah, trying to get over there. God, but, I love Bob's Burgers. But that, I kind of, that scene kind of made me think of that. Was mm, that, that with makes the sense. Garfield, them going across the boat. I was thinking, oh, yeah, Bob's Burgers. I've got to watch some Bob's Burgers Halloween this week. Oh, yeah. They do great Halloween. Oh, Halloween they do and all Christmas 
and Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Oh which my is great because not a lot of shows spend time dealing no. with Thanksgiving. Mm-mm. But and I, I was like, that's a really smart thing that the writers were like, Bob loves to cook. We, oh, yeah. we need to do Thanksgiving. Oh god, and he never gets to finish never. a perfect Thanksgiving ever. So funny. Yeah. I love like I just. I was watching a Christmas one recently because I watch Christmas stuff all year round. I don't give a shit. And um, he was talking to a frozen turkey and he was oh, like, yeah. which one of you is coming home oh. with me? And they're like, me, Bob, pick well, yeah. me. When he does his, like, when he's talking, it's like, hey, Bob, let's go. <laughs> and like, and which is funny because uh, John Benjamin, who does the voice of, mm-hmm. uh, is it John Benjamin? Or, I think so. Yeah. Well, I don't remember. It's I think it is. Me. Yeah. But anyway, he the, the voice actor, that's really literally the only voice he does. <laughs> He does this himself. He like does. on different levels. That's true, because he does Miss LeBond's too, yes. which is just a feminized version of Bob. Well, all of his, like, you know, when he does, because he does voices for Family Guy. Yeah. And uh, so he, yeah, I think it's John H. Benjamin. I think That's who it is. It is. It is. Yeah. Because yeah. he played the coach in that weird oh, movie. Oh, God. Show. I love home movies. Home was great. movies. Yeah. Squiggle Vision. Um, but yeah, he. Oh, and he's also Archer. Yeah, he also does. Which is one of the greatest crossovers they ever did was an episode of Archer working as Bob. Oh, my God, genius. It was, yeah. I know that was the, but yeah. So, but that kind of, yeah. If you watch holiday specials, you got to watch Bob's Brothers. Absolutely. All of them are. We'll have to cover those eventually on the show, too. Because they they are just, yeah, they're good. They're so good. Um, So, Odie throws the oars out. Garfield and Odie uh, float down the quote unquote river. And they find a rundown house. They decide to go in and explore with Garfield trying to kick the door in <laughs> and then finally just oh, unlocking the door and walking in. And we are, they go to see if there's a fire already lit. So they go to sit by the fire and they turn around and we see probably one of the scariest animated <laughs> elderly people on any cartoon. Yes. I, this man had five teeth. <laughs> one was a fang. One was a full on fang. He drooled and then played with his drool. Yes. But I mean, as a kid, I know that I was a little terrified of that old man. You know, and that's kind of funny. I just don't, I don't ever remember that it was so, because the animation Mm -hmm. style is like not Garfield at all. No. Like for that old man, it's like just. You said it was heavy metal, like heavy 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 metal. Heavy metal-esque. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It just had that because, you know, I don't know. It was just a weird, I don't remember that as a kid. It was a very. hard switch to like a very yeah. just like is hard the word i want to use there's a word i want to use it was I, a, it was not a, there was no transition well, it no. was like a shock factor yeah oh yeah because yeah. he turns around and he's sitting in the chair and just like like i said when you watch it like so the animation style is not not you know, not at all jim davis i mean just it's completely so yeah that's kind of a shock and so i think he did achieve his i want something to scare a four-year-old because yeah i yeah that old man scared the hell out of me well and then he tells them that they picked the worst night to come visit and i was like yes. they were actually getting ready to do a break and enter i don't they weren't they weren't they weren't visiting you sir um and he tells them that a hundred years ago to this very night a bunch of pirates uh sailed and you know they'd robbed and stolen and they, they needed a place to bury the treasure and they buried it at this exact spot in this house and i was like Okay, we have to get rid of the logic in this because I couldn't pay attention anymore when I was because then he says, how do I know this? Because I was there was a cabin boy and I was I. Yeah, I was there. And he was like, it was 100 years ago. And I go, if he was a cabin boy, I think cabin boys were usually like 12 years old. Oh, yeah, at least. So this man is like 112. And that's us being real generous. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
And he is a spry oh, yeah, 112 year old. Yeah, because in the next scene, after he tells him the whole story, they like kind of turn around and then he turns back and the dude's gone. Just gone. Yeah, just boom. He sprinted out to their boat and didn't make a sound. Nope, nope, nope. Not a hobble. Nope. Not a cane. Nope. And they go out and they see him just oh, yeah. steering away in a boat with a giant stick that's apparently long enough to reach the bottom <laughs> of the river that eventually, apparently, a hundred years ago was an ocean. Yes. And I was like, sir, we're like, Yep. We're not in Pan- was it Pangea? What's what, what was it when all the continents were together? Oh yeah, it's uh, Panagea. Is my visit Pan? No, what the hell was it? Pangea? I don't know. Pangea. That sounds like something out of Avatar. I don't know. Why I don't know what the thinking. hell it's called. You know what I mean? With all the, it was like there is no way in a hundred years an ocean dried up to a river. And I was like, God damn it. Anyway, um, but he, ja- he jacks their boat. He jacks GTA style. Just, just, just jacks it. it. Just jacks the damn boat. And they go inside. The clock starts chiming at midnight. They freak out. They're trying to figure out a place to hide, and they hide in the cabinet. And then the all of a sudden the animation changes again. Yep. Yep. Till we start seeing bright white lights, and then you describe the ghost again because you described him as kind of a chalk. Yeah. Kind of thing. When you're watching them, there it it is. It, it, yeah, almost like chalk. I mean, it's almost like a charcoal chalk white. Because they're they're not real well defined, mm-hmm. you know. It's not like black. They're not black lined. How, they're you aren't. Know. You're right. Yeah, and so and when they move, it's very jutted. Like it's not smooth movements. Oh either. no, not, not until at all. they start to get to the end. But um, it was just a switch in animation too. And the Odie sneezes in the cabinet, and the pirates pull up their treasure first, and then they check out the thing, and they scare Garfield and Odie, and they run out of the house, and then um, they. Jump in the water. Jump in the water to get away yeah. from the pirate ghosts. And then Garfield's like, oh, wait, I can't swim. <laughs> and then we hit our emotional climax. Oh, of I course. Think. Of course. Um, the payoff. The absolute payoff. So <laughs> uh, Garfield can't swim. He ends up flipping upside down, which I was like, does this really happen? But I see it in a ton of movies where like somebody's drowning and all of a sudden their legs are in the air. And I'm like, <laughs> what are you doing? How does that happen? Uh, and then, of course... Our our sweet sweet soul Odie saves yes. Garfield. Well, yeah, and they hold hands when they pull up on the beach of or the bank. I don't know whatever the whatever yeah, that whatever river bank is. was. Yeah, whatever. And so um, Garfield's like he thanks Odie yet again, and then all of a sudden they look out and they see that the boat is there. Yeah, the boat which now had a name on it that we didn't notice before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what was the name? Carolyn. Carolyn. And yeah. you're like, what the hell was Carolyn on it for? And I was like, I don't know. I didn't see anything in the research about why the boat was named Carolyn. Yeah, it was no, probably one of the animator's kids. It probably was, yeah. yeah. It's just a nod to somebody on the crew. or. But uh, Garfield finds his candy, and he's really excited. So they head home, and then um, Garfield is like really sweet and kind to Odie, and he's like, you know, seeing as you saved my life a billion times tonight, I'm going to let you have your whole bag of candy to yourself. And it's cute and it's sweet. And I like that Garfield learns a lesson to not be an asshole. But then at Christmas, he's still an asshole to Odie. Uh, And then Garfield decides to um, turn on the TV because he's like, I'm so wired. And what happens, Chris, when we turn on the TV? The old man is on the TV wearing a Garfield's pirate hat, if you notice. Yeah. Talking about he's introducing a pirate movie marathon. So... To which you didn't even miss a beat. You're like, are there enough pirate movies to make a pirate movie marathon? (laughs) And the question is, how did that spry old bastard get from the house in the river... To a TV station? To a TV station. (laughs) Makeup done. 
yeah. hat on and ready to host a damn show. Yep. I just don't get it. I don't know. Then Garfield's like, oh, no. And click. Yeah. Click. And then he, he grabs his candy and he says, R. <laughs> and that is, that's what happens. Now, so there was a 64-page illustrated book adaptation that was wow. published in 1985 by Random House. And I wonder, and it was it's re, it was titled first Garfield in Disguise and then yeah. later retitled Garfield's Halloween Adventure. It also included the alternate ending. Oh, really? And the alternate ending is that Garfield actually steals a ring from the pirate's treasure resulting in the ghost pursuing them back to the Arbuckle house where Garfield has to give them the ring. Oh, that's interesting. And I kind of want to be like, I wish I would have seen what that looked like animated. Yeah. Yeah. And then made a decision if that is a better ending, but I don't know. Cause part of me is like, do you still have with Odie saving Garfield's life? Oh, well, yeah. Then getting the house and getting back to shore. And, and do you have like that, that cute moment or yeah, not? I don't know. So that's an know. interesting, and that's just an interesting idea that they would, have them pursue them. That's, that's almost like, you know, Pirates of the Caribbean stuff right there. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know, yeah. with that, with the cursed treasure and them trying to find it. That is weird. Yeah, I never knew. Yeah, I'd never, I'd never what, seen that. Uh, did you have a favorite scene in this? I know mine was the Scaredy Cat song. Um, I th- Yeah, I think in that scene, just when they're going and pulling up the different costumes mm. and they get weirder and weirder and weirder, <laughs> you know, because at first it is just normal kids. And yeah. then, like you said, they start actually having like imps and demons and real ghosts and stuff. So I, I kind of like that. I, I, I like that scene. Is there, were there any queer coded characters? Did you notice? I didn't notice anything. Where no. It was like. I, yeah. I don't really, in most, like even just looking back at other Garfields and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, I don't that, think there was really, really anything. Yeah. Maybe Binky. Maybe Binky. Maybe Binky. <laughs> Binky is the sassy gay. Maybe he's not an asshole. He's just a sassy gay. That that could be. Um. All right. Well, let's rank this one, and then we're going to talk about our holiday history. Uh, out of this is what everybody's like. What are we going to rank it out of? Um, <laughs> out of uh, one to five peg legs, with five being the best score you could give. How many peg legs would you give this special? Now, remember, this is if this is your first episode listening. Uh, five peg legs would mean that this is something that we would watch every year. Uh, one peg leg would be like it's going to be relegated to the attic, never to be seen again. Um, I would probably give it three and a half peg okay, legs. Okay, three and a half. Why? Yeah. I just because it's I there's some of the other Garfield specials I like a little better. Mm. Just this this one just seems. I don't know there. Cause I guess too, there's not a lot of the normal characters in it. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't get a lot of John, you don't really get a True. lot of normal or anybody yeah. else. Ugh, fuck normal. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I, it, it's, and I mean, it's written for children. So mm-hmm. the, you know, some of the disjointedness of like yeah. the river and the ocean and yeah. that kind of stuff. So yeah, three and a half. Like I said, it's would a, you watch it again? Oh yeah. Like I said, I saw it a lot when I was younger, mm-hmm. but as I told you, I hadn't seen it. I, I would give it a, Four yeah. and a half. And mm. here's why. I always give a bonus if there's songs. Oh, okay. Music, and, that's right. Right. And Garfield did sing two songs. He did. He, he did, did sing two songs. You're right. Um, so it gets an automatic bonus half point regardless. Um, this has been one of my favorites as a kid. It's still one of my favorites now. I do watch it every year. The reason I don't give it a five is I thought a little bit more about it this year, and I can't handle the fact that there was an ocean that turned into a damn river in 100 years. It does not make sense. I don't know what happened. Um, but I also think 
it is scary for kids when oh, it yeah. gets to the scene with the old man and the pirate ghost. Yeah, I think I you, as a little kid, that. you could be a little bit Oh, yeah, nerved by it. it. Yep, nope, so, I can agree with that. Um, but yeah, no, it sounds like I think we agree that this one does not go in the attic. Nope. It's going to go back in the holiday closet, and we'll pull it out next Halloween. There you go. Nothing like pulling it out at Halloween. <laughs> just just don't do it with it in front of a bunch of kids. That, that's <laughs> that's going to that's gonna earn you a visit with, from the you know police and a mark on your record that you can't come within 100 feet of the school you're not allowed in schools yeah my god there was an episode recently a family guy it's totally pointless i don't know we talk about more other shows than actual thing um where brian and stewie decide to sell antiques at the um uh flea market and they compete with bruce the gay character oh yeah 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 and so brian and stewie's booth is called the brian the bitch in the wardrobe (laughs) and so they have this battle with bruce after a while and then eventually um Stewie gets pissed and he's like, uh, you're all a hundred feet within a school and you watch these people scare. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, amazing. Well, one thing we like to do on the show is do a little holiday history. Holiday history. So I thought this one being our first Halloween that we should talk about sadly. I don't know. It depends on you. I'm going to say the almost official candy of Halloween, candy corn. Now, are you a yay or nay on candy corn? Eh, I can take it or leave it. Right? It's, it's I'm not, the same. It's I can if have it's a there, little. Yeah, if it's there, I'm not going to buy it to I eat never. it. But if it's there, I'll have a few Do bites. Do you know what kind of candy corn I hate? What's that? Easter candy corn. Oh, yeah. The I don't pastel. know why. It just it doesn't taste right. It, it tastes, tastes like, completely different. Yeah, it tastes more like wax. It does like, It doesn't like wax, have yeah. like a... Yeah, I, think I don't like Christmas a, candy corn either. Oh, I've never Knock tried. Knock it off. Yeah, I don't enjoy it. Have it it's got one damn holiday. Yeah. Leave it alone. Yeah. Um, so, candy corn, which was originally called chicken feed oh which makes a lot of sense that makes sense yeah you know? yeah so no. chicken feed was the original name and it be it started like actually being created and made back in the 1880s uh it was invented by the wonderly candy company uh by an employee named george reniger and they first produced the candy in 1888 uh and then that candy company um it looks like golets Golts confectionery company uh, began manufacturing their version of it in 1898, so mm. 10 years later. They eventually became Jelly Belly. Oh, hey, there you go. So now you'd be like, oh, so they make the most? No, it's Brock's. Brock's oh, yeah, Confections Brock's. That's makes the, the always, most. That's always. Same. When they make those little pumpkins, too, that are the Do you same. Do like the pumpkins? It's the same taste to me because it's the same consistency. Do you know what I don't like? Chocolate candy corn? Oh, I don't I've like the taste. That. Um, that doesn't sound appetizing. It's not del- Nobody wants that. Yeah, no. Nobody wants that. There is, yeah, there's a Thanksgiving dinner candy corn that you oh, can get. Oh, I've heard where, about Where one that. tastes like, like turkey, gravy cranberry, and, and gravy. Yeah. yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Nope. I, um, I, I don't like when something's supposed to be sweet and it tastes like that, like it tastes savory. That's like they have that like Thanksgiving Day soda. Oh, that yeah. got out that, mm-hmm. yeah. That's, when I worked at Target, I made all of our team try that. Oh. I was like, everybody gets a sip. Gross. Um, now, uh, candy corn was developed in... Um, as a fall and Halloween staple in the 1950s because people began giving out individually wrapped candy to trick-or-treaters. And so they kept the colors of white, oh, yellow, orange, and yellow. Is it no, white, I think orange yellow, is at the bottom. I think orange. it's white, orange, white yellow, right. and orange. Yes, yeah. because if you... I don't know if you've ever done this, but if you start to stack candy corn on top of each other, oh, it yeah, does you look can like make a corn, a corn cob. cob yeah. It's yeah. genius. Yeah. What a genius idea. <laughs> Just 
genius. As we were talking about, though, and before, as uh, Lewis Black, the comedian, has his oh, yeah about and my wife just loves it because he's <laughs> going on a rant about Halloween candy and Halloween, and he says candy corn, <laughs> and he's talking about how all of it that was ever made was made back in the 1800s, <laughs> and all they do is go around collecting it out of the garbage cans every year after Halloween. God, that's so it is, and he. But the the best part about it is that he the audience kind of makes a groaning like ugh noise, and he's like, "They wash it, they wash it." <laughs> and so now it's been a running for years. My wife and I, if we're out and we see candy corn, and we whoever sees it first is always does it. They wash it, they wash it. I mean, candy corn is one of the most divisive candies. Yeah. People either love it or hate it. Oh yeah, it. it's like those little chalk hearts at Halloween. Oh yeah, or, or the Day. shitty peanut butter candies. Yeah, we've at like, Halloween. Ugh, we talked about those on Gavin with Jason multiple times. Now, something that I think is interesting is that the National Confectioners Association Mm. didn't know it was a thing. Has deemed October 30th, the day before Halloween, as National Candy Corn Day. Which does make sense because you don't want to do it on Halloween. Well, yeah, you're going to lose out on the on the on the advertising benefits. Your marketing is going to suck. And then I said, hey, do you have any idea of how much candy corn was made? Uh, apparently, in 2022, according to USA Today, it was estimated that 35 million pounds of candy corn is sold yearly. Oh, yeah. And 35 million pounds is estimated to be about 9 billion pieces of candy corn Ugh. to end up in the trash and yes. be rewashed. Washed for the next year, repackaged. Oh, my God. Because, yeah, that's... That, yeah. that is just something. That is. That's well, that's something. It's a lot of candy corn. It's a lot of candy corn. Do you know what I hate? So I've had a problem this year with a lot of my candy, and I can tell I don't like it when you can you can tell when chocolate goes bad. Oh yeah. And I don't care how many preservatives you put in it, Snickers. I'm talking to you because you pissed oh. me off twice this year. Reese's in your mm. delicious peanut butter cups that were not <laughs> delicious. I could tell I was eating last year's candy. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, and a lot it of just retailers. it just makes me so mad because I'm yep. so excited because there is nothing like a fresh, oh, brand yeah. new Snickers, oh, fresh, yeah. a fresh Reese's peanut butter cup. Yep. Do you say Reese's or Reese's? Reese's. Thanks. I think Reese's. it's a. I think it's a, um, a, a a cultural. No, not cultural. Um, regional regional thing, thing yeah because yeah. there are people that i've met that say that pronounce it as reese's yeah no. and i hear piece, people like it's reese's pieces and no. i was like well pieces isn't the word it's pieces <laughs> it's, yes it's so, reese's pieces yeah so anyway ask et <laughs> <laughs> i think i remember i think uh if i i read something that reese's reese's pieces reese's pieces sales spiked because of that movie oh they did well i thought i think it was supposed to be eminem Mm. i've i've i say no yeah i could i could 100 percent just dumb i could i could 100 be just making that up out of my mind but for some reason i read that some other candy was supposed to be used and i believe it was supposed to be eminem's and they didn't want to they are they were going to charge too much to use it whatever so reese's was like oh hey we'll go ahead throw it in there and let's start flooding the uh, candy counter with Reese's. Yeah, like I said, I could be totally talking out of my I ass. I bet you're on that right, one. though. But no, yeah, I bet I, you're right. But for some reason, I I just remember reading about it somewhere that another candy was supposed to be used. No, I mean that makes sense. Um, so two other things that I found out about candy corn. Yes. Number one, it wasn't originally going to be a Halloween treat. It was actually a Christmas treat. Really. And then it switched over to Halloween. Hmm. And it almost got stopped because in the 1950s. Um, Kids across the country got ill 
after Halloween. They had uh, significant gastrointestinal distress that caused them to break out in welts and rashes. And the FDA got involved and found that one of the ingredients in candy corn was causing it, and it was orange dye number one. Isn't that amazing how the dye, that's like red dye with with the M&Ms, that they had to pull those for so long because the red dye was causing issues. It's so interesting to me, right? Like, I don't know. Anyway, I just thought two things. Like, that's funny that, A, it was a Christmas thing because you know how I am about Christmas. And then, two, the fact that... um, it almost killed people. Yeah. No, uh, that is an interesting... What a, what a Halloween way to go out. <laughs> Speaking of which, you know, the whole thing about, you know, razor blades and pins and stuff <laughs> is a complete hoax. It never... They've never had a legitimate... I, yeah, I was going to say, no. No, I've, I've looked at, like, they've never... Now they've had, like, people recently and things mm-hmm. like that, like, try to copy it yeah. and do it themselves, but they've never been an incident where a child has been harmed. Well, Tiffany and I, my friend <laughs> Tiffany, we uh, just die every year at Halloween. When people start passing out that stupid meme that's like, watch out, kids are going to be getting LSD and, oh, I and, know. and drugs. The, C, the, the cannabis gummies. And, yeah, you know. and you're like, first of all, that shit's expensive. Yep. Nobody's giving it away for free. Heck no. And and you're not going to get any suppliers from or buyers from it because you're giving it out <laughs> randomly. They yeah. don't know whose house they got it from. Yeah. I mean, there has been incidents where people have had it in their homes and kids, their have, gotten homes. In, yeah, yes. and kids have gotten into it. But yeah, there's no one's going to. Yeah, that's just too damn expensive. So stupid. Yeah, no one's going to just hand that. Well, they you always say that with other pills and stuff, too. Like ecstasy looks like a sweet dart. And yeah, it's like, it's like no. I no remember gonna, I remember getting the we had to take home a letter to our parents because they were kids are getting LSD tattoos, giving them to them at school. And I was like, this has never happened. There, yeah, I, I had a friend, though, that used to make LSD in high school. And the one, the one day he had, uh, he had, you know, he'd come in and sell it. You know, the little sheets was on paper. It was, uh, and uh, he usually kept it in a baggie. And he, I, I guess something happened. A teacher came by and he just shoved it in his pocket and his pocket got wet, man. <gasps> Dude, freak. Just tripping. Yeah, oh, like sixth period. I remember, like, he was out in the hall just screaming. Oh, and, like, no. it was horrible. Yeah, he was out for a long time. Like, he was in the hospital. It messed him up pretty bad because it had absorbed into his skin. Good his God. Yeah, he was, he was, so yeah, that, you got to be careful with that stuff, man. Wow, hey, what a downer. It ain't for, a joke. Sorry. Thanks for I'm, bringing we'll, us down bring on Halloween. Happy Halloween. <laughs> um, Sounded like Eeyore then, Eeyore, too. I'm sorry. Happy Halloween. <laughs> if I have to. Or Snuffy. Snuffle. Happy Halloween, <laughs> bird. <laughs> well, I... Jeez, I, I, I don't know. Come back to the show. We probably won't go so dark next time. But who knows? There's a lot of darkness around holidays. Hey, that, you know, Halloween is that, uh, you know, one of those it times It is a spooky year. one. They, yes. it's, it's, you know, there, there is the fun side of Halloween, but there's the dark side, which, you know... Yeah, you gotta. Maybe yeah, we should do yeah. a whole show on that. Maybe we should do like yeah. those type of things, that that is, like stuff that, that happens on dark. Halloween. It is a little dark. It's a little dark. <laughs> well, if you enjoyed this episode, you should check out uh, Ke- uh, G- Gabbing with Gason. Our Halloween spooktacular episode just dropped, and Chris is on there, and we are actually talking about local and national urban legends and the scariest movies according to science. There's a lot of. It's a lot of fun. It's a really fun episode. So check that out. Um, I hope that you do come back to us next time as we continue to read deep into the holiday closet until next time bye bye and again public service knowledge watch out for werewolves with two by fours <laughs> stay safe my friends so
Sixty men all lost at sea, all of them drunk except for me. Twas I who had to face the storm with nothing in sight to keep me warm. Yo-ho-ho-ho, ho, ho, over the raging sea we go. Yo-ho!